200 feet high and covered in unique symbols. And the building technique. I can't even imagine how they'd do that without conventional tools. I've never seen anything like it. Right? Wall stuff in xenobiology is saying they actually carve their statues through erosion. Can you even imagine? No. Why would I imagine that? I can't wait to get back down there tomorrow and start picking in the inner chambers. There must be so much more of their culture just squirreled away. It's obviously the same species that built that star shell, but they're clearly much more complex than we realized. Dal, did you see the symbols around the entry caverns? I couldn't make heads or tails of them, but I'm fascinated to know what you're thinking. Uh-huh. How much progress have you made on the base alphabet? I know we've seen a lot, but there's so much more we could learn if we could just translate their written language. Yeah. I'm interested in whatever literature they might have left behind. Of course! Oh, the literature! That'd be a real peek into their background, their day-to-day lives, and their- Yes, all of that will be very interesting, won't it? Gosh where even to start. It's all so very interesting and just so amazing, isn't it? Well, excuse me, I really must get started if I plan to decode an entire, completely foreign alien species' written language. And bear in mind, we didn't even know they had a written language until we found this second space station yesterday, but I'm sure I can get that decoded by tomorrow morning so that Naomi Wildman has something to keep her occupied for ten minutes. Gosh, look at the time. I like her enthusiasm. In the aftermath of a costly and brutal war, four superpowers came together to launch a bold new project. To explore a new galaxy together, as allies, with a common interest in expanding their scientific and cultural horizons, four ships were commissioned. And one of those ships represents the pinnacle of Federation diversity and cooperation, the USS Endeavor. Endeavor, created by Matt Rabotham and Ron Algar-Watt, starring Kara O'Connor as Naomi Wildman, Amanda Smith as Dal Lacerto, and Jason Wallace as Kutch. Season 1, Episode 2 the serotonin debacle. Lieutenant Lacerdo's log, uh, what is it, Tuesday? It's Tuesday. Further investigation into species UOSO1's homeworld has led to complications. I'm having difficulty cracking the base alphabet, but I really believe that I'm close to. What are you doing, Dal, you useless jerk? It's an alien language. That's what you do. That's why you're here. Do you have any idea how many resources and how much time the Federation has wasted bringing your stupid ass to this galaxy? And of course, of course you can't even solve this stupid thing. Why did I ever volunteer for this? What the hell am I doing out here? What was I thinking? 
You were thinking what you always think, Lacerdo, you idiot. Oh, I'm a linguistics goddamn master. It's just a matter of time before I crack this thing, you stupid moron. You can't even do this one simple goddamn thing. God damn it! I hate you. I hate you so much. Why are you like this? Why don't you work? End log. Delete. I gotta get out of here. Fuck. Evening. Welcome to Cardassian Alcohol and Beverage Center 377. What'll it be? Canar. Sure. You got a vintage preference? Give me the 13. It's my birthday. No kidding. No, I just want something to ensure tomorrow never comes. Thanks. Hmm. Okay, Dal. Let's see if we... Ah, what are you reading here? Seriously, Emric? Who takes someone's pad? Are you actually that much of a dick? Hmm, looks like linguistic information from that space station you federations have been so busily exploring all week. That's incredible detective work, Emric. I never would have thought to read the title of the file to identify it. Gul Samar would be very interested to see the information you've got here. You can tell Gul Samar that there will be a copy of everything we know on his desk this afternoon. Just like every other ship here at the Nimbus that's part of this fully transparent and cooperative effort. And tell the gull I said hi. This is just sad. Our Cardassian scientists would have torn this language to shreds by now. Why don't you just come back with me and we'll figure this out. You're a Cardassian Dal. Start acting like it. You don't know those feds anything. I owe them everything. And so do you. Every Cardassian on this goddamn station owes the Federation. If it weren't for them, Cardassia Prime would be a very smug gray stain on the carpet of the Alpha Quadrant. They save the lives of every person you've ever met, and you owe them a debt that can never be repaid. But Damar... Damar... Damar may have been the face of the Rebellion, but he was only there because the Federation and the Bajorans took pity on us. If it weren't for them, the Rebellion would never have gotten out of that basement. The Federation believed that it was right to support us when we had no right to ask for help or deserve it. It would have been easier for them if the Dominion had killed us all. So yeah, they can have first dibs on the complete lack of data I've been able to pull together on this stupid space station and its stupid language. And when I'm ready to let you and Gulsamar in on it, I'll let you know. Now go away and let me drink. It's apparently my birthday. Fine. Fine, I'm going. Enjoy your drink. This one's on me. I know you people don't believe in money. Thank you. Not for the drink, but for leaving. Dal, there you are. Oh, come on. Just five minutes. Are you okay? I'm fine, and I'm working. And this is a Cardassian bar, Naomi. I know. Hey, Tavir. Can I get a Canar the 13 if you have it? <laughs> sure thing, Naomi. Is it your birthday, too? How do you know everyone? People respond to my friendly demeanor, and they think the horns are really cute. <laughs> you know, you've never snapped at me like that before. Is it Kutch? I know you're not his biggest fan, and... Kutch is great. Kutch is not the problem. He's a sweetheart. An ugly idiot, but he's a sweetheart. I'm just... I need to work. I need to sit down and work, and my brain is going crazy, and the captain's on my ass, and you're on my ass, and- I'm not on your ass! Look! Look how far away I am from your ass. There's your ass, and all 
the way over here. Here's me. In fact, I can switch seats. Stop that. Stop being cute and leave me alone. I need to work and everyone is counting on me and I don't know what the hell I'm... (sighs) I need to go. Leave me alone and let me work. But Dal, I... Okay. So are you going to pay for her drink? Hmm. Now, I'm pretty sure I saw Emmerich touch his thumb to this pad over here before he walked out, so either I'm mistaken about having seen that or you're trying to cheat me out of a few extra credits. Um. The third option is, of course, that you're the one who is mistaken and this is all taken care of. Uh, yes, that one. (laughs) Oh, well, I am really glad we cleared this all up. Occupied. Go away. It's the captain. I'll have to go anywhere. <sighs> Enter. Knock, knock. Sorry, that makes more sense if I didn't make you unlock the door first, huh? How can I help you, Captain? And just call me Cap, Lacerdo. Everyone does. If there's one thing I'm known for, it's doing what everyone else is doing. <laughs> Listen, I, I try to have a more, you know, relaxed approach to captaining. I mean, why not? We're... Trillions of light years from Federation space, and they're not the bosses of me, right? Uh, never really thought about that. All right, I guess you can call me Dal then, for as long as I'm here. Yeah, that's that's actually why I'm here. I I got your request for redeployment. I don't usually receive them on a pad left leaning against my quarters door at 0300 hours, though. It seemed easier that way. Look, I get it, Dal. I do. Some people aren't big on the face-to-face thing, you know? I'm a, I'm a representative of Starfleet. I pride myself on trying to be open to all sorts of different people, especially the ones that aren't so great with other people. But I think I've been clear that you can all talk to me about anything. My door's always open. I made sure I put a brick down there. <laughs> I just... This mission felt like a dream to me. Actual new life actual new civilizations, things we'd never seen before, and an opportunity never to see my parents again. But now I'm here, and I've never felt so useless. Well, Dal, we've been here for two weeks. I mean, did you honestly expect to solve every mystery and crack every code and uncover every surprise Omega has in store for us in under a month? Yes. Okay, maybe not a month, but I've been doing this every day since we got here, and I have made no progress. I don't know what I'm doing. I was handpicked for this mission because I am the best xenolinguistic specialist in the fleet. I need to be able to do this. Well, not the best xenolinguistic specialist in the fleet. What? I mean, you're top ten easily, if, if we were ranking, which I don't. But if we were, did you ever meet Francis Sudok from the Glen? Who? That guy's xenolinguistics like a... Eh, well, never mind. Then why am I here? Because I wanted you here. Your papers in the original Organian texts are brilliant. Your keynote at the Language Symposium on Vulcan back in 91 was incredible, if slightly wooden. Your graduate essay on the grammatical idiosyncrasies of the Horda was arrogant. Doll, you have a tendency to think of yourself as the smartest person in the room. I have never said that. Ever. No, but you think it. Which is fine. That's an extremely Cardassian attitude. The point is that most of the time, you could back that attitude up. And I like that. Self-confidence is important. And I also like that you're adaptable. We need that out here. We're looking at things unconceived of by Starfleet scientists. Things are going to be different. 
I brought you here because I think you're up to the challenge. You just need to give yourself time to work it out. But what if I can't? Well, that's your call. If you want, I can transfer you to another science branch or engineering or janitorial. We still technically have a giant misspelling on our hall, which you yourself pointed out the first day you saw it. Hell, I can probably station you on a Cardassian fleet somewhere. Call Samar's always complaining about how understaffed he is, or or I can send you home. Really? Uh, if that's what you want. But it's a one-way trip. You go, you're not coming back. That quantum transporter is a beast, and we simply can't afford it. But you are absolutely free to leave. This isn't one of the Federation's famous penal colonies. You're not marooned here. It's your call. Think it over. Let me know what you decide. Oop, gotta go. Somebody move my brick. Lieutenant Lacerdo to Lieutenant Commander Wildman and uh, Kutch. Finally! Uh, hello? We're going back to the alien station. I... I need your help. Wait, you mean both of us? Yes, I mean both of you. If you're not too busy, I could really use a little assistance. Yahoo! Yes, good, thank you. Meet me in the lab. We need to work some stuff out. I'm so glad you called. I was worried about you. Yeah, sorry. Things have been... It's been a bad couple of days. I could tell. You could have said something. Have you been to see Doc Shang at all since he got here? I... no. Come on, Dal. I was doing better. Because you were getting your injections, you dummy. This was supposed to be a fresh start for me. Your brain doesn't work that way. Whoa, whoa. What's going on? I specifically asked to be informed about the reasons for any and all arguments based on past experience when we drew up that friendship charter last week. Fair enough. Sorry, Kutch. I knew I should have had the Admiral look over that thing before I signed it. This is your deal, Dal. Are you comfortable talking about this? Yes. I like Kutch. For some reason. (laughs) Hooray! Uh, If it makes you feel any better, I also like you. For several reasons that I'd be happy to articulate. Another time, maybe. It's always so hard to have the depression conversation. Where do I even begin? Oh, depression, yeah. I get it. Oh, well, that was easier than expected. Okay, so, yeah, back in the Alpha Quadrant, I got regular injections to smooth it out a little bit. Here, I've been a, I've been a little hesitant. New galaxy, new life, new posting, new Dal. Sweetie, it, it doesn't work that way. Obviously, I just... I just need my brain to work the way I want it to work, and I have all this pressure to solve this stupid language barrier, and I can't think, and the captain has this stupid bet, and... Why don't you just take the injection? It's medicine. You need it. Have you ever heard that Earth expression, you're only human? Well, humans have a lot of dumb expressions about being human. Like, a whole lot. But, yeah, I I do know that one. Cardassians have a similar one. You're Cardassian, start acting like it. Cardassians, it's not that we don't believe in depression. We just don't treat it like an illness. You're not depressed. You're sad. You're bored. You're lazy. Stop moping around and get back to work. You're a Cardassian and you're going to set an example that you are better than the rest of the Alpha Quadrant. I didn't realize I had a problem until I almost burned down my entire Starfleet career in my third year at the Academy. Then one of the docs checked me out and realized I had frighteningly low serotonin levels and I started getting regular injections. 
doesn't always help, but I can work. I can talk to people. I can stop thinking about killing myself all the time. Wow. It's fine, but there's always this thing, this stupid voice. It sounds like my parents, and it floats over my head. You're an embarrassment, Dal. You're a terrible Cardassian. You bring shame to your family. But look, I don't know your family, but I'm sure they don't... No, they do. I've had the misfortune to meet the famous Jagul Lacerdo and his lovely wife on a number of occasions, and they're the literal worst. Ah. And this is me saying that. I like everyone. I'm practically famous for it. The, uh, gay thing doesn't help. Seriously? They, they care about that? It's not like it's illegal on Cardassia or anything anymore. But look, family is everything to Cardassians, and we lost a lot of people during the war. If you're not helping to carry on the family line, what good are you? So I told the Jagull he could piss up a warp coil, and then I found a new family. Most of it was Starfleet and Naomi here. Please don't hug me. You already know all of this. I know, but why doesn't anyone I know want to hug me? Look at me. I'm so huggable. I'll take one. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, look at that. So look, I didn't call this meeting so we could... You can stop now. I didn't call this meeting so we could recite our backstories. I'm having legitimate problems with translating on that station, and I could use your help, Naomi. And yours, Kutch, if you have any ideas. Oh, dozens. About the language problem? Oh. I mean, yeah, yeah. Probably. We'll get this worked out. Let's head back to the station and have a look around. Well, there they are. Big, stupid, unreadable pillars. Tell me your secrets or you'll get more of the same. I'm from space, you big stone pricks. I have access to phasers. They're like lasers, but they hate you. Okay, has the savage beating of the ancient archaeological treasures helped at all? Yes, but not with the problem at hand. That was the most brutal display of violence I've ever seen directed at a building. Remind me never to get on your bad side. I already do that every morning at the start of duty shift. Uh, noted. Here's the problem. Most languages can be learned through similarities. There are millions of species throughout the Milky Way, each communicating in their own way. But at the end of the day, we still have some standards to fall back on. Most species have at least one mouth and at least one tongue. You start there as a base and work outward. More than one tongue? Less than one? Is sign language an option? What do your hands look like? Do you have hands? These guys... It's sentient water. Where does one begin and another end? Are they a hive mind? If they are, why write at all? Do they write or do they, like I thought about a week ago, communicate by dancing around? And is what we've discovered here even writing? Or is it art? If it is, not very good. That's a lot of questions. Yeah, it is. And they've all been buzzing around in my brain all week, driving me crazy. No wonder you've been stressed. It's just one more thing on top of every other goddamn thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life. Okay, what is this place? We figured out the morgue last week from all the corpses. Unfortunately, this room has no corpses. I didn't mean to make that sound so positive. Okay, let's give this another shot. Kutch, describe the room to me. Why? I'm closing my eyes and focusing. 
Sometimes filtering a problem through someone else's perceptions can help. Uh, it's a big, empty room with uh, giant pillars with some stuff carved into them. How many pillars? Uh, one, uh, six. Describe the inscriptions. Oh, they're kind of flowy. They sort of move up and down with little bits coming off of them. Okay. It looks like they're leading off the pillars to some sort of dais or something in the middle of the room. And what does that look like? Big and flat, uh, about six feet off the ground, more swirlies on it. Hmm. Hey, Cap, are you up there? Go ahead, Lacerda. The team that was down here earlier, they found another one of Commander Wildman's morgues, right? Down. Yeah, they did. And they took some samples back with them, yes? Confirmed. Okay, good. I'm requesting permission to beam one of those corpses back down here. Huh. Yeah, that could be arranged, I suppose, but I'd like to know why. I've been looking at the alien setup down here, and I think I have an idea how to activate it. I'd prefer to use a live one, but that doesn't currently seem to be an option, sir. All right, fair enough, I suppose. And bear in mind that we're only holding these things long enough to scan them, and we intend to put them back exactly where we found them. Can you promise we can still do that? Yes, Captain. All righty, permission granted. I'll have the lab send one down. Appreciate it, sir. Now, be careful with it. Corpse or not, it's still a sentient species, so try not to break it. I... I don't think these markings are language. They flow like letters, but I don't think that's what they are. If this species is water-based, but it still had to manipulate matter... Oh, there we are. One... What did you call this, Naomi? A lava lamp? You know, I looked those up when we got back to Endeavor, and by the parlance of the times they were popular, very groovy. I know, I always thought- Guys, we can discuss how groovy lava lamps are, and how we'd all like to have one when we get back to the ship. Right now, Naomi, help me with this. There we go. Now sort of float it toward the dais thing. Is it supposed to do something? Damn it. I thought I had it. It's okay, Dow. I don't think you're wrong here, but maybe if the alien was alive? Yeah, yeah. Why would it respond to a corpse? <sighs> so what do we do now? If we could just bring him to life again for a few seconds. Hmm, yeah. What if... What's up? I think if I scan the corpse and then... Touch. Pass me your phaser. Thank you. I think. I'm gonna want that phaser back in its original condition, Dal. Shh. I'm solving all the problems. Okay. I think yes. By taking the readings from the tricorder, we can adjust the phaser's dispersion frequency to match that of the creatures and use it as a defibrillator. Except not like that at all. Because it's a phaser, and he's liquid. But we're Starfleet, and we all talk in metaphor. That's us, all right. It won't be much, but if I can shock the corpse with enough energy from the phaser and make this old-ass computer think it's still alive, I might be able to turn it on. You think this is an old-ass computer? Well, we'll see. Wow! My lord. Nailed it. That blue light! It's like it's flowing! Out of the dais and up into the pillars. They're not language. They're almost circuits. Look! The lights are connecting up above. That... Looks like a, a holographic map of the solar system we're in. That part there does, but it's huge. 
Holy hell, this is a map of the entire sector. Oh my god, this is a massive find! Kutch, scan this. Oh, of course. Dal, can I borrow your tricorder? Uh, he here. Thanks. Oh, you dropped it. That was for my phaser. Those aren't cheap, you know. We live in a post-scarcity society. Bill me. Guys, I can't begin to tell you. This is a tremendous find. Commander, your crew has been an absolute gift to this mission. Thanks, Captain. This this map is going to be a huge boon to us going forward. Exploration is going to feel a little less dangerous with this. Lacerdo, how goes translation? Still ongoing, Cap. But between the three of us, I think I might actually have something more concrete for you by the weekend. Wonderful. Just wonderful. I'm so pleased. I knew I could expect great things out of you three. Well, I think you've earned yourselves an evening off. Get out there and get drunk or whatever you do. You know, young people stuff. Kutch, don't forget. Meditation at 0500. Aye, sir. Looking forward to it. You two are dismissed. Dal, you have a minute? Sure. Last transporter back to the Alpha Quadrant leaves tomorrow, Lacerdo. You plan to be on it? Last transporter? I mean, not actually the last, obviously. We're, we'll be shifting back and forth with him occasionally for the rest of the mission, but no, I mean, have you changed your mind about staying here with us? I have. There's nothing back there for me and everything I could ever want here. I'd be a fool to leave this all behind. Oh, glad to hear it. So, the language problem? I just needed to get out of my own head. Talking to Naomi helps. It always helps. I just needed to remember to ask for help. We're Starfleet. Hundreds of thousands of unique individuals helping each other toward common goals. That's the point. You're never alone here. Not unless you make yourself. And you've got good friends there. You stand by them, they'll stand by you. I will. Thanks, Cap. Don't think I didn't notice you calling me Cap. I knew that would catch on. Things tend to catch on when they're phrased in the form of orders. You can't make me laugh at that brick thing, though. Yeah, that's fair. All right, dismissed. G had a stellar cartography. Boy, you guys are about ten seconds away from the best news you've heard all week. Is this about Commander Wildman's birthday? So, did you get a chance to look at any of the novels Dal gave you last week? I was able to peruse a few of them, yes. It's a very diverse list. But I kept with the human literature as a starting point. Human literature is... Well, there's a lot of it. You are not kidding. Beer? Please. Since last week, I have read To Kill a Mockingbird, Dracula, The Merry Adventures of uh, Robin Hood, and Macbeth uh, to varying degrees of enjoyment. But I find myself continuously drawn back to this character. Oh, that's Superman. Yes. I like his style. Oh, thank God. Have beer. How'd it go with the captain? Good, good. Things are looking up for Lieutenant Dal Lacerdo and the fine crew of the Endeavor. Or at least the two members of the crew she can stand to be around. Glad to hear it. How about the other thing? I hit the dock on the way here. Got my injection for the week. I should be better going forward. Wonderful. Oh, Kutch, you've been reading the pad I gave you. Yeah, I'm eager to get away from human literature, but something about it just keeps pulling me back in. They're insidious like that. Turns out he's a big Superman fan. Who? Ah, Dell, let me tell you the tale of Superman. 
rocketed to Earth from the exploding planet Krypton, he used his great powers to fight for truth, justice, and the American way. His planet exploded? Yes. Why? Uh-huh. Seems needlessly sloppy. I agree. What's the American way? I have no idea. Naomi? Don't look at me. The less pointy parts of me are human, but I was raised on a spaceship. We know, Naomi. Everyone knows. You mention it to anyone you've known for more than seven minutes. You were raised on a spaceship? Oh, no. No, don't get her started. I sure was. The USS Voyager, finest ship in the fleet, captained by the brave Catherine Janeway. Voyager was chasing some terrorists into an area of space called the Badlands. When they were whisked away into the Delta Quadrant, my mother was six months pregnant at the time. Season 1, Episode 2 of Endeavor featured Mark Bosco as Emric and the narrator, Brian Lynch as Tavir, Kara O'Connor as Lieutenant Commander Naomi Wildman, Joseph Ravenson as Captain Gia, Amanda Smith as Lieutenant Dahl Lacerto, Jason Wallace as Lieutenant Kutch, and Ron Algarwatt as Mag. It was written by Matt Robotham and Ron Algarwatt with Gavin Drury. Original theme and additional music by Rich DeThorne. For more information, episode archives, RSS feeds, and more, go to ussendeavor.com. To show your financial support for this show and receive early access to episodes, visit patreon.com algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. Production copyright 2019 by Algar Productions. Endeavor is not a for-profit production, and all concepts herein are property of CBS and or Paramount. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun. <laughs>